episode 66 of Underemployed. It is your boys, David Hart and Jack Selby, a.k.a. Mr. Cocker and Doug Gimme Dome. That's right. Starting blue. I don't care. Episode 66, The Double Drake. Uh, we are coming to you live. The Mario Lemieux of podcasts. Yeah, that's right. Coming to you live from Richmond, Virginia. Not home of a professional hockey team, but still. One point was, actually. Oh, yeah. The Richmond Renegades. That's right. Probably one of the last pro sports teams we had. I think we had an ABA team, too. The Richmond yes, Squires. Richmond Squires, yes. Yep. There was an ultimate frisbee team that was the Virginia mm-hmm. Squires. Yep. Uh, well, the Flying Squirrels are our one hope now, and I guess the Kickers. But, uh, yeah, coming to Kickers you, made the playoffs. They the did? USL. Good for them. I did not know that. Um, I should have known that because we covered the Squirrels playoffs, but yeah. Um, coming to you from Richmond, David and I are recording to you from the magic of just a few hours before we go see Chris Rock in concerts at the... Altria Theater. Altria Theater. I have not been there. Also known, formerly known as the Philip Morris Theater. I have not. Uh, I also am saying this out loud. This is more of an off-topic discussion, but I don't even know if there's parking down at the Altria Theater. Uh, I mean, it's right next to VCU. Okay, so, so we'll, we'll find there's, a garage. There's parking. All right, yeah. There's, All right. there's street. Oh, there will be street parking. Figuring out the logistics of it. We are also coming to you just a mere week plus after David visited the City of Brotherly Love. For well, you saw Colin first of all. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell us about the Philly. So we went up. Uh, I went up for the Premier League Fan Fest. This is a thing that NBC Sports has done the last I don't know, five or six years. Uh, you know, barring the the COVID, COVID gaps, um, they pick a city and they you know get a, a large communal space and broadcast games and do a live sports. And it's a lot. It's a lot like a college game day, but for Premier League soccer. Yeah. And so what? So what was that? You know, what was that like? Just going there and being in that crowd. And uh, so it was interesting. Took the train up on mm-hmm. Friday uh, from Fredericksburg to Philly. Straight shotted, straight shotted both ways, which was nice. Yeah. Uh, how long is that? And how much is that? If I, uh, it was a hundred bucks total. Okay, that's not bad. Uh, it was twenty one dollars going up. It was eighty one going back. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure how that works out. Yeah. Um, going up there was was a breeze. Got on, no real major delays at mm-hmm. any at any point. Brought snacks, brought stuff to drink, mm-hmm. um, because like airplanes, train, food services, very expensive and yeah. not very good. Right. So Colin picked me up from the 30th Street Station, uh, and then we drove to his place. Colin lives in a, a place called Maniunk. Okay. Um, it's, it's, I would say it's, it's like Fairfax distance from... DC, something 25, okay. like 20, yeah, 25 minute drive. Not too bad. No, not bad at all. We went out and got dinner. Uh, he, uh, where he lives is wildly hilly, like San Francisco Oof. stereotype hilly. Oof. I was, I was not ready for it. It, yeah. it was fine. Okay. Um, it's just, it's a, it's just a very, it's very different than what you expect for for Philadelphia. You know, you expect mm-hmm. certainly one way streets and like, uh, sort of an organized feel and this was not that it was there was plenty of organized streets but it felt a lot more organic um i will say my gripe with philly is there's not an organizational system to the naming of the streets like in dc where you know so you can sort of gauge where you are in dc and or even new york you Mm -hmm. know where where the avenues go north south and the streets go east west right uh had dinner went to a brewery and pizza place near there near collins apartment uh, and then, you know, went back and went to bed, uh, got up the next day and went down to City Hall, Dilworth Park for the first day of games. The whole setup is, it was it was free to enter um, 
and actually, like concessions and whatnot inside were less expensive than than you would, or about as expensive as you would pay for like a baseball game. Okay. If, if even that expensive. Okay. Like, That's okay. You could get uh, the the alcohol was the most expensive thing on the menu, of course. Mm-hmm. And that was like like fourteen bucks for a beer, or twelve dollars. It was twelve dollars for for a sixteen ounce beer mm-hmm. uh, that was like a, a local craft, which is fine. Yeah. Um, was there for we got there on the first day at like we got in line probably around like. 10:45. Got into it probably about 11. That's actually not bad at all. Maybe 11, was, maybe 11, maybe 11:15. I was thinking maybe it was one of those things you have to get out early for so the for line. So the second day, okay, we did. Gotcha. Um, and I made the mistake of peeling off to go to Wawa to grab a cup of coffee, and in the like 10 minutes between me getting, getting, going and getting coffee and getting in line, the line basically went around the block. Mm. So I was in line for like an hour and a half, two hours. That's. Uh, it was. It's like Fredericksburg uh, Homecoming. <laughs> it's an inside reference. Yes, it's very inside <laughs> baseball. Uh, second day was second day was fun. Uh, Sheamus, WWE yeah. superstar, was there. Yeah. Um, ben Foster, former Premier League goalie, was there. Uh, Ian Wright was there. Pre- uh, you know, Premier League Hall of Famer, Arsenal legend, general good guy. Um, Colin and I got to meet Rebecca Lowe, who's the like primary anchor host. Met Robbie Musto. We both yeah. separately met Robbie Musto. I met him at the train station when I was going home on Sunday night. Um, generally, a really good time. That's awesome. Um, Colin's got a great apartment. Maniunk's a really cool. Sp- Maniunk's really cool. Uh, we walked on the Saturday night. We walked down the hill from his place to the like main street in Maniunk and got dinner. And I got an ice cream. And, you know, like had ourselves a good old time. Yeah. Had you been to Philly before? I had been to Philly. Um, last time I'd been to Philly was like it was July Fourth weekend in I want to say 2015 or 16. Okay. It was the summer that Colin, Fiona, and I all moved in together because I went up for the Roots picnic. Yeah, yeah, Fiona yeah. Fiona yeah. and I went to the Roots picnic. Okay. And then I hadn't been back since. So I have, I don't think I've ever been to Philly, although, and I've said it on the podcast before, that I did go to Devon, Pennsylvania, which is a suburb of Philly, mm-hmm. for Brandon and Tesla, my friend's wedding, last mm-hmm. October, and actually where, that's where I went to like Lower Marion High School, or Kobe went to high school, mm-hmm. but I have not visited the city proper. Um, it's a good time. I love yeah. Philly. You know, WrestleMania's there in 2024, maybe I'll go, two hours away from Falls Church. You know, underemployed, underemployed expenses that will pay off for taxes. <laughs> you know, maybe I'll go to WrestleMania with you. Yeah, it would be actually it would be fun. Um, but I was thinking about too: are there any cities, big cities left in the U.S. that you haven't visited that you would like to visit? Um, I haven't been to San Francisco, okay, slash Oakland. Yeah, I've not been to. Uh, I've not been to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've done. I've done all the. Uh, I haven't been to Miami. I haven't either. I don't know how much interest I have in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> outside of going to eat. Yeah. I think Miami would be a one night, this is fun thing, and then the morning you're like, I got to get the hell out of Miami. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of like Vegas, where I'm sure you're just like, oh, ah. I have no interest in going yeah. to Vegas. Yeah, Vegas would be a little also too much. Uh, Miami at least has more to do than just gambling. gambling. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, you know. Yeah. Like, or it's, it's uh, you know, Vegas is like nightclubs and gambling, and like, yeah. I don't particularly yeah. care for one of those yeah. things and for gambling I'm not going to the casino I'm going to go to the sports book yeah. Miami is nightclubs and eating so at least Night, you, know, you have nightclubs, yeah. eating there's art there's music true yeah 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 
And granted, there's like music, you know, there's music at Vegas. I could go and see somebody in a residency, but like, meh. We can try and find LeBron's old house, see if like it's, you know, squatter's rights. We can get that. That'd be great. <laughs> Just we see what happens. We could try. We could try it. I am. I, so again, I would like to go to Philly at some point um, proper. You were also there, by the way. Um, I th- weren't you there when the Phillies clinched, beat the, uh, the, clinched the NLDS on I think like, so. yeah, last Saturday? So I'm sure yeah. the city was also buzzing with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't been into the city proper. Um, I have technically been to San Francisco when I was one, but mm-hmm. I haven't been back. Yeah, I mean, and, and, like I haven't been to Chicago since I was like seven or eight. Yeah. So I'd I, like to go back to Chicago at some point. I know I always tell you and Bethany that Chicago is always like – you can fly out of either Richmond or DC pretty cheap. Uh, weather's beautiful when it's not winter. Um, I will always recommend Chicago, but I'm biased because I just like visiting there. Um, and at San Francisco, I definitely want to go. If nothing, I haven't been to a Giants game yet. I would love to go do that. Um, I'm actually traveling back to LA for the first time in almost 20 years in December to, to see my friend. That'll be really fun. I guess I've been to LA because I've been to Santa Monica. Yeah. I mean, I so, you know the Southern Cal- LA greater area, but like yeah. I don't, rem- I was I was like seven. Again, I yeah, think. yeah. So California, you haven't really been back to. No, in, you know, I haven't been. Years. I haven't been west of the Rockies in yeah. more than twenty years. Yeah, Phoenix. I know I said on the podcast when I, Phoenix in February is heaven. That's why my dad transferred to ASU. That, yeah, that's why your dad transferred to ASU. <laughs> Sorry, Steve, if you're listening to this. Tempe podcast. in February. Yeah, he wanted to watch. He wanted to watch spring league baseball. Uh, yeah, spring yeah. league baseball. Sorry, I just like giving Steve Hart a hard time because you know he voluntarily went to ASU. Which... In the seventies. Yeah. Eighties. <laughs> yeah. Let's we'll say seventies. We'll say he went there. He went there when it was. I mean, even more of a good time. It's got. <laughs> it's got. It's got a. Does not have a great graduation rate. There's a reason for that. But a very high acceptance rate, and yeah. that's what matters the most. Um, I'm trying to think any other big cities I haven't been. Actually, I've never been in the South. Like, south of... I went to Durham, North Carolina to visit some family friends sure. when I was 10 or 11. Other than that, I've never been in the South. I haven't... I'm, I've done, like, Midtown Atlanta. I haven't yeah. done Downtown Atlanta. Yeah. So Atlanta and would be... Alpharetta. Atlanta would be a really fun trip. Um, Miami for... Just to see what it's like and kind of enjoy a, a night or two. Um, even somewhere like Orlando, I'm not, you know... I don't know what. There's don't not bother much. With Orlando. That's actually what my friend Jessica, fr- friend of the show Jessica, would say. Like, there's not a lot to do in Orlando. I so. uh, I went for I went down to Orlando. Flew out of Richmond actually. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. A couple did, months ago. Did yeah. did a down and back. Uh, went with Jamie Van Emmerich. Because uh, you went to the Citrus Bowl, right? For uh, no, we didn't go to the Citrus Bowl. We went to the Orlando FC Orlando SC Stadium. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. okay. Yeah, we went to their went to their stadium uh, for the for the U.S. qualifier mm-hmm. for the World Cup. Yeah. We went down. We flew down Sunday afternoon. Flew up way early Monday morning. <laughs> oh boy! So you didn't get the full Orlando experience. Not particularly, yeah. no. And I'm okay with that. I also have not been to Texas, although there's a caveat to that. I had bought a ticket to go travel to Austin for uh, Brandon's bachelor, Brandon slash Tesla's bachelor bachelorette party. Um, the trip was planned for May 28th, 2020. Who really remembers what happened? But the trip for some reason got canceled. I certainly don't. Yeah, uh, I've tried to block that. But so, you know, like Austin, Dallas, maybe somewhere. Definitely not San Antonio because I don't need to see a Spurs game. And, you know, add those to the list. Denver. And because according to Charles Blackley, there's nothing to see in San Antonio except big, big women. Old, big old women. Wait, wait, 
Yeah, what kind of women are in Chattanooga? Oh, <laughs> some big old women well, down there. Why would you say that? That's, a, that, that's, say that's that. a gold mine for Weight Watchers. Why say that? Why does every conversation oh, about San Antonio yeah, eventually hey, come around come to... Uh, they have spandex in San Antonio. Oh, no, no. And Victoria, definitely a secret. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't been to Denver in... I think since 99. I haven't been to Denver proper yet. So... I would like to go back. Both times I've been out there, it's just gone. It's uh, you know I've been picked up at the airport and just gone straight to Boulder. Last city I'll say I haven't been to because I have visited a lot of the Pacific Northwest, but I I did not go to Seattle. I would love to go to Seattle. I think it would be a really cool like few days to go up there and just see what it's like and explore and um, you know plus they have interesting sports. You know like go to a Kraken game. Go to God the uh, worst worst mascot in the NHL. I okay I'm gonna look up their mascot. Cause Bowie. I am under troll. Like a literal troll, not like, like a literal troll. Look at this shit. Oh, that's not a great mascot. No, it's awful. Oh boy, it's a horrible mascot. Oh. Now, granted, everybody in the NHL is trying to like catch the next gritty. Nobody's yeah. going to. Gritty was a lightning in a pan. Gr- gritty's gritty's uh, gritty's a lightning in a bottle. Fitney and a genie in a bottle. Philly has two of the all-time great mascots: Gritty and the Philly Fanatic. I now follow the Philly Fanatic on Instagram, having no particular rooting interest for the Phillies, although I love Bryce Harper. Um, I just think the Philly Fanatic makes me smile every time I see him on my TV screen. He's joyous. He's got that weird belly. Um, it's responsible for my favorite GIF slash GIF of all time of where I've shown this to you a long time ago, but he was pitching to his mom on Mother's Day, mm-hmm. and then he beamed her in the head. I'm sorry, and it's the, mama, it's, it's, it is genuinely you. one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I love the Philly sports mascots. Um I know the Wizards had two mascots for a while. They had G-Wiz and they had um, whoever the other one was. But they still have G-Wiz, but they got rid of the big muscle guy years ago. Oh, yeah. Who's the Caps mascot? Screech. Screech is the Caps mascot, too? Oh, no, I guess that's the... Yeah, Screech is the Nats mascot. Is it, Ta- is it Talon? I'm gonna three, of the, three of the DC teams have Eagles as their mascot. Yeah, which I, I guess makes sense, but... Slapshot. Slapshot. Yeah. I, 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 I don't care that it makes sense. I don't like it. I agree. It's some diver- I mean, first of all, I love... I am. That's why I was saying we need a mascot. I love mascots. The joy they bring sounds me... Like you, sounds like you would be a big fan of going to Japan where there's mascots for everything. Yes. Have you ever been to Japan? I have not. We should go. I would probably have a hard time with the constant light movement and the, la- the fact that I don't speak one word of Japanese. That's fine. Although I, um, although I did just watch Kill Bill 1 and 2, so now I pretty much... Pick up most of it, so you know I'll be fine with that. Also, sports news. I want to talk about something serious very quick? Because um, on this show, I know I said that the Jacksonville Jaguars were probably Super Bowl bound, or at least AFC title game bound. And unfortunately, now they are two and five and have lost four in a row. So um, I know this might be controversial to some, including some Jags fans. But I think the Jags need a... Jags fans exist? They need a kick in the butt. They need some momentum. They need someone who's going to shock the system. I think the Jags should consider rehiring Urban Meyer. Think about it. They rehire Urban Meyer. No one expects it. Expectations are low after last year. So he's playing with house money. He comes in. He's a changed and reformed man. Is he man. playing with house money, or is that just dingleberries he found in someone's butt crack? Okay. That is fair. But if he can come in and change the culture the way I know Urban can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the culture that Urban can definitely change. Yeah. One that will sweep uh, abuse under the rug, cover for multiple players assaulting coaches. 
uh, you know, just just a litany of things. I mean, yeah. the, that 2008 team at Florida has got a uh, got quite a rap sheet. But he there's but, probably some there's there's probably some some crimes that we will never know about. But you know what? Maybe there's something. Maybe there's some old magic left in that urban in that urban fight. You know what I mean? Like maybe, there's not. Okay, so you're saying I just officially on the record, you are anti bringing back Urban Meyer. I mean, I was anti hiring him in the first place. That so is why true. would I you're be? Right. Why would I be pro bringing him back? Because again, wouldn't it be? Maybe it's maybe it shifts things up a little bit. No. Okay, fine. Well, uh, Jacksonville, we're rooting for you. Also, very quickly, want to point out. I know I put the underemployed curse on the Jets, and right now they're five and two. Curse is still in effect. We'll cross that bridge when we get there later in the season. I'm not worried about it right now. But I do want to acknowledge, especially because Peanut's listening, I acknowledge that it's there. It's hanging. We'll address this at another time, right? Sure. Okay, good. Um, uh, speaking of Peanut, congratulations to his team, uh, the team he coaches in the, in Men's Ultimate, oh, uh, really? Virginia Vault. Uh, broke seed and I uh, believe got seventh in nationals. Hey, salute to Peanut. That's awesome. Yeah. He's a good man, and beloved in the fris- ultimate community. The uh, the ultimate frisbee media outlet, Ulti World, had them slated to. Uh, they, you know, they had sort of predictions for their pool, mm-hmm. um, and for vault, it was ceiling out on the first day, mm. floor out on the first day. Wow! They made it to day three. That's awesome. So, Peanut, you defied your critics. Your doubters. Frankly, we were one. We were two of them. We we absolutely not. We cut them from the show. Okay, fine. No, of course not. We support you, Peanut, and love you. But uh, it's not just not just him. I've got some friends on that team. Yeah. No, of course we we support. Um, also, just want to see the want to see the homies do well, and I enjoy oh, chaos yeah. in the bracket. Yeah. Also, real quick before another sports topic, this needs to be addressed. Have we and I ever had basically the same length beard before? Because we're pretty close right now. This is, like, as close as we have ever been. It, barring, like, again, COVID, like, you were trimming your beard because you wanted to feel better wearing a mask. Yes. Like, is this the closest you and I have ever been beard length? Probably. Yeah. I know this is an audio podcast, this so this doesn't provide media. much of a yeah. clue, and I acknowledge that. But I just want to throw on the record, David and I have basically, I'm going to get it trimmed maybe this weekend. But I'm also going to trim mine this weekend. Okay, so then we continue this battle. Ha- Halloween costumes are, Halloween costumes are going to require some, some work. Can you can you give us a sneak peek of what that Halloween costume might be, or do you want to make it a surprise? Chrissy, wake up. Okay. Listeners at home, you can figure it out from there. Um, David did also, before the show, want me to bring up um, that the Los Angeles Lakers maybe aren't off to the best start they've ever had as we're recording this, because this will drop Thursday or Friday, and we're recording on Tuesday. They're 0-3. Not the start you would like to have for a season. Um, the game on Sunday definitely featured an interesting part where the Lakers were up eight and they brought in Russell Westbrook and then immediately went on a, whatever the opposite of a run is, the Blazers, Trailblazers Trailblazers went on a run. run. And that's something. And the Lakers up by one with 30 seconds left and 20 seconds on the shot clock. Russell Westbrook took a open 16 footer and bricked it badly, which many would say cost them the game. Um... You know, as someone who is on record as saying that I thought the Russell Westbrook trade wasn't the best trade in the history of basketball. Um, Certainly not the worst. It's probably closer to the worst than the best of this. Oh, point, yeah. Oh, it? definitely. Yeah. It's it's going to the worst trade of all time barbecue. Um, trades are trades are a spectrum, but this one is, oh boy. Oh, yeah. This is an oh boy this trade. One, this one is, uh, this one's, it's, it's not good. Would you, 
just bench him? I, like, you're going to have to probably eat the $47 million. Would you bench him? Just say, Yeah, absolutely. I think 100% bench him. I think just the, for chemistry's sake, you just be like, look. I don't... Here's the thing. I'm fully willing to admit that I don't know a whole lot about basketball, you know, tactics-wise. Same, actually. X's and O's. Same. But, like... I can read numbers and I can, you know, extrapolate stuff from, I, I, I can, you know, make decisions based on data. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a terrible shooter. Oh, yeah. Like, an all-time terrible, terrible outside the, like, what, the... Outside of the... Outside of the... Outside like, the key? Yeah. Not even the key. In the key, basically. Like, within 10 he's, feet from the basket. Yeah. He's, he's fine inside the paint, and, like, yeah. that's about it. And... And, you know, if... If Russell Westbrook was seven feet tall and could sure. really only shoot in the paint, that wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. He's, but he's a point he's, guard. He's, he's six, my size. Yeah, he's, yeah. It's like he's six, three, s- yeah, six, three, six, four. You he's, know? he's my size and he can't shoot. That's uh, that's not great. And and again, for those of you who don't watch basketball, the defenders are leaving him wide open because they know he can't shoot. And, and so, that's when you know it's bad, when yeah. like even a team like the Blazers who were pretty bad themselves. Yeah. Although they're off to a 4 0 start. I don't know if that's just, you know, start of the season fluky. Who knows? Yeah. That's fluky. We're just throwing that out there for posterity. Yeah. They're 4 0. They are more than those are. Wait, I would like to remind you, by the way, the Blazers are your pick to win the Western Conference this year. <laughs> ah, that's fair. They were. All right, you know, 4 0. We're riding the Blazers' train. Let's go, baby! Underemployed strikes again. I forgot that I picked them. <laughs> That's right. I forgot that I so you know what? You know what? We yeah, are them, riding the them, high of the Trailblazers. Them and the Pacers. Them and the Pacers. All right. So you know what? In fact, four no. What are the Pacers at right now? Uh, I actually don't know. That is a good question. Um, uh, they're one and three. Not the best start, but they've won one more game than the Lakers. They've all. Uh, they they have yeah. a hundred percent more wins than the Lakers. <sighs> An infinite percent more. Then, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go on to something more depressing somehow. Uh, we're somehow. Re- we're recording this on the day that Kanye officially... Kanye what? Yay. FKA Kanye West. Yeah. AKA Common West. Uh, got dropped by Adidas. Um, After comments, what was it? A week ago on... Drink Champs. Drink and even Champs. before then, Instagram and Twitter. and yeah. like, like I said, specifically, specifically Drink Champs, which is really something for... Yeah. Them to commit to three hours of Kanye. Yeah, that's too much. Getting drunk and just talking. Yeah, I know. Um, if Jay-Z was on there for three hours, I'd be like, this is too much. Hey everybody, just wanted to let you know that upon further reflection, I would still absolutely listen to a three-hour podcast with Jay-Z because he's Jay-Z. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Anybody for three exactly. hours is too much. I, I have podcasts that I listen to that just put out a three-hour episode, and I'm just like, ah, do I really want to do this? Yeah, that, that's a multi-day investment. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, th- that's three-hour installments. Um, but Kanye West uh, is really leaning into some anti-Semitic bullshit, and yep. you know, I know that Jack doesn't particularly like to swear on this podcast, so I will say it for him. Kanye, you sound like a fucking moron. Yeah, I mean, there's no way around it, and I think it's been we we basically the entire history of this podcast we have talked about Kanye. We talked about the 2018 album Yay, when about the whole slavery was a choice thing and how stupid that was. And he's just he's been on a precipitous slide of stupidity. Yeah, for a long time. For a long time. And you know there was a time where it was sort of amusing 
you know, stupidity where it's, you know, I'm the voice of a generation. I am the number one recording artist of all time. I am Shakespeare in the flesh. Sure, dude, whatever. You've got some ego, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, then, then there was the, you know, slavery was a choice comment, which is... Oh boy, that's, yeah. that's something. Even if you want to argue like what he was trying to say, it's like, okay, I could see that, but he still A, said it terribly, and B, doubled down on it, so yep. whatever. Yeah. You know, it was an awful thing to say. And, you know, not really true. But yeah. that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, and so, you know, he, he says on Drink Champs, you know, I can say some anti-Semitic shit, yeah. and Adidas can't drop me. I don't know if that was Drink Champs or another podcast he did afterwards, but he also really was heavy into the anti-Semitic shit yeah. on Drinks Champs. So he's yeah. just been on it the like, yeah. last I, month. Has yeah, been he's, just been on, he's just been on an anti-Semitic tear, and quite honestly, uh, he, lost this he's, he lost this Adidas endorsement, which is going to cost Adidas a lot of money. Yeah. But good right it's good for like it's it's the correct thing to do especially considering adidas's history yep and also the fact that kanye is losing a lot of my, like a lot of his net worth is tied up into yeezys yeah. a lot of them and a well, lot and, of it and and, and adidas retains the design rights because exactly. he violated contract yeah and all they have to do is like slap a new name on it and say yeah. I'm, obviously they're not going to sell as well without kanye's name but you know people might still like the design and you know a little more about shoes than i do i think people I, like some of the people go nuts for his shoes and i gotta be honest the last couple generations of them have just not made any sense to me yeah. the like the slit the the croc looking things are horrible yeah. um kanye's fashion has always been awful to me and i don't get it and i don't first of all i don't understand a lot of like that fashion world anyway so i'm not going to pretend to but a lot of his stuff specifically i was like you're charging uh, you look like a homeless person yeah i was saying to david before we went on there like yeah you're charging 120 bucks for a plain oversized white t-shirt like yeah. all right cool you're making a statement i guess i don't know and I, and I i think that it really speaks to the isolation that this wealth has, has brought to him that like he doesn't have anybody in his corner who's who who's who isn't a yes man at this point yeah, because he gets rid of everyone. Who's not. Yeah, he's probably fired them. That like he's put himself yeah. in a situation where he has nobody who he'll listen to who said who, who who will say to him, "You're doing too much. You're gonna you, you're you're harming not just yourself. You're yeah. creating a space for hate speech to flourish." Right. Because you know, uh, pretty soon after that tweet, there were white nationalists hanging signs over the freeways in LA about Kanye's yeah. right about the Jews. Right. And it's just like... So it has a real impact. Yeah, it has a real measurable demonstrative impact. And, you know, there have been allegations about Kanye's comments, you know, regarding re regarding treatment of, of particularly black folks. That's not my community. Yeah. I'm not going to wade too far yeah. into that. Granted, I'm also not Jewish, but it's, yeah. it's also... It's also just something where I feel the need to speak up on this. Yeah. That like what he said is reprehensible. What he's doubled down on is is absolutely repugnant. And yeah, no. quite honestly, you know, I don't like to see people fail. I don't like to see people lose. But I don't mind it here. I I, I you know I wish I could say I don't. I'm not like, a hater, but like. Yeah. When it, it's it's specifically stuff like this, it's not like oh I want to see them fail because I don't care for his music. In fact, obviously the opposite. I yeah. lo loved his music for years, but I do want to see him like get. I, I don't think Kanye's he capable. He needs a reality check. I was gonna say I was about to say I don't think Kanye's capable of getting a reality check at this no. point because he refuses to allow that to even enter. Yep. But it also leads to the discussion that we've talked about and people have talked about for years about separating the art versus the artist and 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 for, and for me, it, you you can't. 
separate the art from the artist because the totality of their experiences right. as a person contributes to what the art is. And that's, yeah. Now, we don't know if Kanye has held these beliefs for a long time. Yeah. Or if this is just part of his mental spiral. Yeah, or if this is just part of of the spiral that he's going through. Um, And I also am going to say for the folks who are like, oh, we shouldn't judge, you know, we shouldn't just assume that he has mental illness. I mean... He's diagnosed bipolar and, you know... All the signs are there. Like, sorry, that is part of it's part of the discussion. His 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 mental state absolutely plays a part in it. Um, it doesn't absolve him of being an asshole. Though. Exactly. And and that is the problem is that too many people want to say, oh, well, you know, he needs help. Yeah, sure, he needs yeah, absolutely. help. Absolutely. But y- you can't in situations like this because he's an adult. Nobody can make him do anything. Right. Nobody can make him go to a therapist. No one can make him get back on medication. No one can make him do any of the obvious work that he needs to do. The only way that you can really send that kind of message to somebody like him is to hurt him, to hit him where it hurts. And where it hurts is going to be his wallet. Because he cares more about money than anything. It's going to be his access. It's going to be his ability to um, communicate with people. Yep. And so, you know, he's now looking to... He's the, the, The word on the street is that He's shopping around to buy uh, an ownership stake in Parler, mm-hmm. the, no, to- the, the the infamously uh, right-wing social media platform. Interesting that he's going to buy Parler instead of just getting on any of the number of other conservative-leaning, free speech-associated websites that exist. You know, he's not going to Truth Social. Uh, he's not going to Gab. He's not going to Frank Speech. And part of that, I think, is because Kanye wants to be the biggest, loudest voice in the room. Right. And, you know, he's never going to be the biggest, loudest voice on Truth Social where Donald Trump is. He's exactly. never going to be the biggest, loudest voice in the room on Gab where, you know, the guy who runs Gab, Andrew Torba, is. Torba's also, I think, part of part of the reason he's not going to Gab is because Torba's just blatantly racist. Mm. Um, but just as virulently anti-Semitic. Um and then he's not going to Frank's speech because Mike Lindell's a kook and probably won't allow him to get on the platform. But the idea of him buying into Parler, which has, uh, which is largely owned by Candace Owens' husband. Right. So Candace Owens, and, Candace Owens and her husband are probably looking to take advantage of Kanye and offload this turd of a social media platform yeah. onto Kanye. Yeah. I've and it, they make it would make sense. And again, I don't think Kanye really put thought into it. No, Kanye just said, "Oh, sure, I'll do this. This will." Well, but the, so there's, it's there is no proof yet that it's actually going to follow through. You know, uh, it's, this feels a lot like the early stages of, of Elon Musk buying, quote unquote, buying Twitter, where yeah. it was like, "Oh, I'm going to do this." Okay, sure, I'm, I'll believe it when you actually like file the paperwork yeah. and, and things go through. So, you know, is anything going to actually happen with Kanye and Parler? I doubt it. Yeah. Would it be funny if he did yeah. buy a, a website whose entire entire the entirety of that website was was you know was hacked and uh, all of the metadata from every post that was ever made on the website was downloaded by a, a an anti-fascist uh, activist on right after January sixth. So like yeah. the totality of every you know. Down down to what the device that the the app was running on is available online. Right. So like, I, 
it's a huge liability. It's a money hole. It's falling. It's failing pretty pretty precipitously. I mean, Kanye really wants to to get on board with a, a social media, you know, conservative social media platform. He can go on Rumble. Yeah, Kanye. I mean, I think Kanye just. Sounded like, oh, this is just something that sounded great to him in the moment. He wants, to, he wants to. Well, he wants to be able to own it. He wants yeah. to be able to. You know, I, I think he wants to be able to be the biggest, loudest voice in the room. And Parlor's a ghost town, so yeah, you know, he'll be the biggest, loudest voice in the room. It's funny too, going back to the art versus artist thing, and I'm. It's both. Like, I, I don't talk about the fact that I'm a WWE fan on here much because no one would care, but I am, and I was watching when the Chris Benoit stuff happened, and. <laughs> It's not that I can't watch his old matches. But if you don't know, Chris Benoit was a wrestler who killed his wife, killed his seven-year-old son, and then killed himself over a weekend. Um, it's not that I can't go back and watch his matches. I usually just don't. Uh, diagnosed with uh, an, just an absolutely jaw-dropping case of CTE. CTE yeah. He, had the, he essentially had the brain capacity of like an 80-year-old man. Well, that that's partially true, but also he had also, his wife had also fired for, filed for divorce years before and yeah. said that he had been abusive before. So yeah. it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's, it's both. It's a totality. Yes. And, but I often find myself not interested in watching them. And it's the same with music where I'm a firm believer in if you want to listen to someone as problematic as they are, go for it. Yeah. But I'm, but I think a lot of people naturally find themselves less, like I'm not as interested in listening to Kanye. Yeah. I mean, I, I listened to graduation. That was the, you know, I, I had it on my phone. I had I had that album saved on my phone through Spotify the day that I graduated. I was listening yeah. to that as I was walking yeah. down campus to my graduation ceremony. Yeah, like it it is you know, graduation, late registration, uh, beautiful dark twisted fantasy, all really great albums that, that, that have a lot of sentimental value to me, but like yeah. I, I I'm I'm now probably just naturally less interested in I'm, Yeah, I'm reticent to go back to them because He's he's you know said these things and he's you know done these things to to hurt you know partners to hurt others to hurt, hurt people yeah to hurt people and it's just, I, I I have a hard time squaring that circle same and it's 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 why you know it's like you know getting into the weeds like I was considering using what you know by Ti as the intro music to the last Q and A we did. But there are serious accusations against him and his wife from last year. And it's like, I just kind of felt yes. like, I'm not, you know, I just didn't feel super comfortable doing it. So I went with I went with a common song instead. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I just never listened to R. Kelly because my entire life, R. Kelly has been a pedophile and a weirdo and a all this. Like, yep. you know, the sex tape leaked in 2002. Like, yeah. we have all, not, like, the Dave Chappelle skit was in 2003. Like, we've known about R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. So, R. Kelly, yeah, R. Kelly's been a known quantity Yeah. for... 20 years now? Yeah. But also, something Scott Ackerman, who hosts Comedy Bang Bang, the Comedy Bang Bang podcast, said this a while ago. I think he attributed and to somebody And the former else. Comedy Bang Bang show. Yes. Which I think might still be on Netflix. I hope it is. Um, I always enjoy that. But he pointed out that someone told him once that like once those songs enter your brain, they become a part of your memory and your connection. So for a lot of people, that's why they listen. They don't listen to support or not support an artist. And so I also get that lot. That's why I never tell people you shouldn't listen to somebody. Yeah. I think just naturally with this kind of Make stuff, your own decision. Exactly. And maybe in five or ten years, I'll maybe even less than that. I might be more interested in listening to Kanye's stuff. But right now, as he's being an awful particular, human, Particularly if he apologizes and, and, and true. Shows, yeah. some, shows some contrition. Yeah. Do I expect that to happen? I don't. Absolutely not. Based on his track record for 20 years? No, I don't. Absolutely not. But, I don't expect that. But... Yeah, so I think the art versus artist debate is always interesting. 
because I'm not a firm leaner one way or the other. I'm always a, everyone has their own. And also, I told David this before, it's tough with rap. Yeah. Because let's just be frank, if we start playing like either the cancel game, whatever, or the whatever. The but also, like, if we're going to, like, you know, Kanye's, Kanye's been sort of lambasted for some of the, you know, what could be colloquially referred to as hotep shit that he yeah. has said. Like, and... If we're gonna if we're gonna start canceling Oof. all of the quote unquote hotep rappers, like you're gonna oh miss- boy, there's yeah. a whole section of dudes ready- from from the New York from New York in the nineties. Yeah, get rid of your public just- enemy and Ice Cube records, and yep. yeah, I mean like you know people don't want to talk about it. Some, but- some some of the more recent Kendrick stuff. Yep, like, yeah, exactly. So that's why it's a very tough slippery slope. I hate to say that too much, but with rap, where it's just like that's why I'm also not a firm like. If I, don't- I mean it's. Sure, with the 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 hotep stuff is obviously going to be m- m- more within more within rap, but like this is not to say that we shouldn't view people critically and we shouldn't be willing to criticize people's work. I think part of the problem with Kanye is that you know we've, for twenty well not twenty years but for like fifteen years now it's just been like just this cult like adulation for everything yes. that he does, right? You know. The, the Sunday services, the the, the, the the fashion shows, the Yeezy shoes, the you know the uh, just the, the the unbridled sort of uncritical consumption of everything that he is and does, and you know calling him a genius and calling right. him you know the the, the greatest of this, the greatest of that, like. We should also be holding up a mirror to ourselves with 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 the Kanye situation to consider how we treat and the pedestal that we put people onto. Yeah. And this applies not just to entertainment. This applies to sports. This applies to politics. This applies to all facets of life. No one should be above reproach and no one should be above criticism. I agree 100% except in one case. Shaq. I genuinely Check. thought you were going to say John Cena. With two exceptions. Shaq and John Cena. No Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds did admit under oath that he accidentally was given some possible performance enhancers. So he is flawed. Also, he didn't win a World Series. But beyond that, um, Shaq and John Cena, I also want to say, if you guys want to make that collabo album I've been waiting for for 15 years, I will always be waiting for it. Yeah. Two of the best athlete rappers of all time. No, no, no. Not two of. The best two athlete rappers of all time. I'll say it. Name name a better athlete rapper than Shaq or John Cena. You're actually going to struggle, right? I mean, I'm struggling to think of any of them that are good. It's such yeah. a low bar. But that bar's been jumped over regardless. Stepped over. I fuck like a fiend, fiend, fiend with three dicks. Fuck a 16, teen, teen. I'm just sick. Yeah, exactly. Stepped over. The Ex- bar has been, especially considering Shaq's site, it's just been stepped over. Exactly. All right. So, obviously, the Kanye discussion, heavy stuff. Let's lighten the mood a little bit before we head out. Haven't done this in a very long time because I've been lazy. And also, when the pandemic hit, there weren't a lot of, like, fun news stories going around. But, David, I want to bring back some news jabs. News jabs! Let's go. All right. Chingy says that Holiday Inn did not give him a single free room despite his hit song from 2003. What do we think about that? Not surprised. It's a budget hotel, Shane. Yeah, if also, you want free rooms, go to the fucking Ritz-Carlton, my also, guy. Also, they were probably like, hey, thanks for the free pub, Chingy. Exactly. Salute. Yeah, rappers have had this issue for years, and they just give free publicity to all these brands, and the brands are like, cool, thanks. Yeah, they don't, they don't get anything <laughs> in return. I will say, um, if it's a Holiday Inn like the song describes, though, I mean, it's a Holiday Inn I want to be in. If Ludacris is going to be there, hell yeah, sign me up. Sure, why not? Yeah. 
All right, a New York City man has been charged with smuggling three Burmese pythons in his pants at a U.S.-Canadian border crossing. Which, again, sounds like a setup to a joke, because I, you know, carry a Burmese python with me every time I walk through the airport, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Looks like you're keeping your bod pretty tight. You're looking pretty good yourself. Well, every day's a workout when you gotta carry around a 20-pound python in your jeans. You and your dick comments. It's fun to say them. It's fun to hear them. That's why I say them. And that's why I listen. We're done here. We're going blue! No! No, all right, so 36-year-old Calvin Batista accused of bringing the hidden snakes on a bus that crossed into northern New York in 2018 uh, the charges carry potential that maximum... That just must have been very uncomfortable. That's my point in this. Did he have them in, like, bags? Because Burmese pythons are, like... They're they, huge! They, well, not only are they huge, but, like... They're... Con I'm pretty sure they're, they're constrictors, so, like... Yeah. They would have just, like, crushed the absolute shit out of his legs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, first of all, it carries a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison and a fine as high as $250,000. So, why run the risk? You're also looking at a species that is a vulnerable species in its native Asia and invasive in Florida, so they can't, they don't want you in the United States. Yep. So I'm trying to figure out what the point of this guy bringing the snakes into the, to the Vegas. I mean, he's probably trying to, he's probably, probably working with an exotic pet dealer. Yeah. I guess, so. you know what? Oh man, we got season three of Tiger King already now coming up. Python King. Yeah. Um, all right, and last one. This is important in the spirit of this show. We want to congratulate the winner of Fat Bear Week, 747-1, which is an appropriate name given the size. Yeah, I'm gonna say that thing as big as an airplane. Just narrowly beat out 901. I want to salute 747. However, I also want to know if underemployed should start thinking about investing into the Fat, Fat Bear Week. I mean, I will take. Uh, we we could start. We could start making odds. Bookkeeping on it. What if we somehow we got, could do our own version of Peaky Blinders? Could we also then get? a version of GOZ's artwork onto one of these. I mean, I don't mean like in, inhumanely, but I mean just like, you know, have it wear a shirt, something fun like that. It'd probably be a These are wild thing. animals. I don't think that's going to work too well. Okay, you you know, they're sleeping. You just sneak it on them. Yeah, it's yeah, because I really want to mess with a, a, a grizzly bear. What would a fat bear wear? A 4X? Jack, do you, do you know how tall grizzlies are when they're standing on their hind legs? About, what, four feet? Three feet? Two feet? Closer to 12. No, no. Uh, and again, fat bears, sure. I, I grant you, again, you know, like, we don't body shame, but yeah, maybe they need a 6X. I'm gonna need a 6X thickness car to save me from getting <laughs> mauled by a grizzly. All I'm saying is, come 2023, as we continue to branch our brand, as we continue to expand our empire, as one might say, uh, as you dependents continue to... We're expanding the empire, but this isn't imperialism. This is... <laughs> This is something we are heavily invested in. I want everyone to start the trend. I know we've asked you guys for a lot of trends lately, and you guys have been great at keeping it up. Specifically the Mark McGuire Challenge. Which again, 43 million listeners to episode 62. We've only got a month, a little over two months left. We can do this, everybody. Yes, we can. Uh, will we do it? That remains to be seen. But if we can do that, then surely we can get a Fat Bear Week sponsored by, a Fat Bear in Fat Bear Week sponsored by Underemployed. Hell yeah. All we need is you guys to ride out the train. Damn skipping. True, true. I guess that's actually the ending. I didn't have a good ending after that. Yeah. For the episode. Life is a balance. Choo choo. You lose your grip, you can choo 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 choo. Ego in charge of every move, he's a star. And we can't look away due to the days that he caught our hearts. He's falling apart, but we deny it. Justifying a half ass shit he dropped, we always buy it. When he tell us he a genius, but it's clearer lately. It's been hard for him to look into the mirror lately. There was a time when this nigga was my hero, maybe. That's the reason why his fall from grace is hard to take. 
Cause I believed him when he said his shit was pure ain't he The type of nigga swear he real but all around us fake The women, the dick riders, you know the yes men Nobody with the balls to say something to contest them So he grows out of control Until the person that he truly was all along is starting to show them